0: Hi, and thanks for tuning in to Let's Talk Forex with Alison and Chris. Uh, this week is part one of our two-parter on trading psychology, but it's going to be split up because next week we're talking to the analysts at HFM, which is um, should be a really enlightening episode for people interested in technical analysis. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at podcast at fxscouts.com. And um, yeah, like and subscribe. Or whatever podcast platform you're on. Thanks so much.
1: Hey Chris, how's it going today?
0: Hey Alison, you sound like you've uh, lost your voice a little bit there.
1: I have a bit, but I'm uh, but I'm not feeling bad, so so I can cope.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm okay, thanks. I'm all right. It's uh, finally warming up a bit here in Portugal. So um I'm looking forward to and we should be back up to normal temperatures so in the high teens and stuff by the end of the week, which I'm very much looking forward to.
1: You guys have been battling, huh? Hey?
0: Yeah, it's no fun. You know, the cold, much further heat. But getting there. But yeah, no, I'm I'm good, thanks. I'm good. How are you apart from uh apart from being a bit croaky?
1: No, I'm fine. It's been uh it's been very hot outside, but we had a bit of rain the other night, so yeah. We've got great weather. It's funny when all the tourists yeah. leave and then we then we get all the good weather. It seems a bit unfair.
0: (laughs) That's all right. You enjoy it. You enjoy it. So before we jump into the podcast this week, I wanted to run over. We were looking at some of our listener stats, uh, weren't we, from around the world. And it was uh, some really interesting stuff, actually. We've got um, got a lot of uh, African listeners uh, from South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Uganda, and Ghana. So uh, thanks, guys. It's really nice to have you on board. But then we also saw some... Other interesting oh. stuff. We seem to have a lot of people from uh, the United States.
1: Yes, and particularly California, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, California.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting in, in terms of the um, regulations there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I imagine, yeah, because it's, um, as I'm sure our American listeners know, CFD trading is illegal in the United States. So um, I imagine you're trading with, I don't know, unregulated brokers or or maybe they're just doing forex trading through interactive brokers. Because that's yeah, that's still legal. It's part of futures futures trading.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, we've also got um, quite a few tra- um, traders from Portugal, Kuwait, New Zealand, India. Um, yeah,
0: it's really wow. good. It's really international spread. Um, a oh. lot of British people. Hello, welcome to my fellow countrymen. Yeah, no, it's it's really it's really good to see that we've got a really wide geographic audience. People from all over the world tuning in.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, really nice to have you all on board. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, know that your um your fellow listeners are from uh, scattered across the globe.
1: They're a truly global audience.
0: A truly global audience. <laughs> a truly global audience. But what are we uh, what are we talking about this week, Alison?
1: Yeah, well, today, as we mentioned last week, we're going to talk about one of the most, I would say, o- overlooked aspects of uh, learning how to trade. And it's something that traders have to deal with. And many traders only master with experience. And that's trading psychology. There's two ways you can look at trading psychology. One is how it affects markets. But um, today we're going to cover how mastering this um, aspect of trading, only that will lead to you becoming a profitable trader. So we obviously, you know, our podcast is is educational in nature. Um, and you can have all the education in the world, and you can understand how indicators work, and you can understand how to use them. But ultimately, if you can't master your emotions, then you'll never be a profitable trader. And we see this time and time again.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's um, yeah, it's it's basic. It's essential. It's fundamental. Yeah, uh, and and you need to you need to get a grasp on your own head, basically, what goes on in your mind uh, before you're going to be a good trader. Yeah, before we jump into how to master it and what it, what it is, well, let's talk about what it is. So we when we talk about trading psychology, we talk about your frame of mind and your emotional state uh, when you're trading. And it's important to be able to master these, as you said, Alison, uh, to be successful. So your emotions are your, probably the biggest obstacle uh, to becoming a successful trader. I mean, when we talk about emotional state, we're mainly talking about fear and greed. And these tend to be the two um main uh, emotions, which can cause obstacles, which can hinder your progress. So fear, uh, losing a trade, uh, causing you to exit a trade earlier than you should have, or holding on to a losing trade, hoping it's going to return to a profit. Or sometimes, um, you know, fear can mean not even opening a trade in the first place. And um, the other side of the coin is greed. It tends to affect traders who want to make as much money as possible as i'm sure um, you know and this is people go into forex trading to make money so it's quite quite a natural thing but the greed aspect of it can cause you to keep a trade open longer than you should or entering trades that you should not have entered into
1: exactly so you you can you can develop the best trading strategy in the world but if you don't have the right mindset to execute it in a disciplined way then you you basically never going to be successful so um, you can identify these psychological problems and you can be aware of them. Um, so that's, that's what we're doing in this podcast is making aware that these, these two um, sides of trading, fear and greed, can affect your trading. But overcoming them is, is what you really have to work on. So if I jump into that, how does fear cause problems in trading? As you mentioned, it's the distress caused by the threat of loss. And this threat could be real or imagined. Uh, as you said you can jump out of a trade that that's on a winning streak because you you fear it's it's going to turn against you or you jump out of a trade too quickly or you <laughs> carry on with the losing streak that you think is going to turn around also because you 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 fear the loss so fear helps to keep impulsivity in check so it's not always a bad thing but it also clouds your decision making and Researchers found that when fear was induced in a group of traders, one of the studies we looked at, by showing them clips from horror movies, only 55% of participants wanted to hold on to their positions, which is very interesting. Um, And they then contrasted with a control group in which fear was not induced, and they found that 75% of these traders still held on to their positions.
0: Yeah, isn't that incredible?
1: Yeah, it really shows how how fear um, really manifests in in your your trading, um, and a lot of traders aren't aware that this is even going on in the background.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and a completely unrelated fear, like fear completely unrelated to the trading. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you isn't know, well, a clip from a horror movie, and that it can still, and it just shows you how what a basic fundamental um, aspect of human psychology this is. Yeah and uh, I was looking at we yeah we looked at a bunch of studies uh, for this podcast and I just saw that IG had conducted another study which showed that less experienced traders so beginners are more affected by fear and uncertainty when compared to professionals. You know, an explanation for this uh, professional traders you know they've got more experience with losses and they're more um, you know and they're so more comfortable with the risk uh, the risk of loss uh, required to secure a profit. Um, equally experienced traders usually have more discipline it means they recognise the benefit of closing a losing trade rather than letting it run, and this is particularly interesting uh, when we consider that the average loss is sustan- substantially higher than the average gain. And when you think about this in terms of fear, what this tells me is that traders are scared to close a losing trade, right? Oh. They don't want to make that loss, so they they holding on to that, holding on to that loss, hoping it's going to turn into a profit. And 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 they'll hold on and hold on and hold on until it gets too much, then they close it out. And you've and by that point, their loss is much larger than it should have been.
1: So it's almost a self fulfilling prophecy.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. To use a term, yeah, yeah.
1: They kind of they fear the worst, and the worst happens. You know. Yep. So I guess a lot of listeners are wondering then how to limit the effects of fear, because uh, mm-hmm. it's not so easy to to keep in. You know, even if it's not easy to keep in check, there are things that you can do that will prevent you from acting out of fear. And one of those is by approaching every trade with a plan, uh, which is something we hop on about a lot, and by placing stops to reduce losses and limits to lock in profits. So if you carried out enough technical and fundamental analysis before you open the position, and if your stop or limit is placed at the correct level, um, at a level that you're comfortable risking, then you can be confident in the fact that you've done everything in your power to prevent unnecessary losses. So there are things you can put in place, even if if you yourself are a bit more of an emotional trader or an emotional person. Mm. And uh, technical analysis is is a good way for you to identify the best levels to to place a stop a stop or limit. Um, and that's something we talked about in our support and resistance episode and something we talked about in momentum trading that if you if you identify you know even support and resistance levels and they're not too far away from your position or or sort of where you enter the trade you you can feel comfortable that you're going to limit what what you could potentially lose
0: yeah exactly it's a good way of 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 it's a good way to start beating the fear but let's talk about greed now greed is greed is interesting um it's quite different to fear you know it's the impulse to act in a you know in an irrational way um in pursuit of of higher profits and this it happens a lot you know traders you get them through over enthusiastic and you start trading more than you should you're opening more positions than usual or you're holding on to positions for too long you know um you're removing your take profits you know for instance you know because you think the trade's going to keep on going higher and in doing so, you can often incur heavy losses and, and often see the greedy traders will wipe out profits that they've made.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you often hear of people who sort of were up $20,000 or something ridiculous. And then mm-hmm. because they're in, in the mode and they think they know what they're doing, you know, it, it instills a false sense of confidence. Um, mm-hmm. And they end up losing something like $40,000. Um, you yeah, can't believe that no, it can happen, happen, but it, it mm-hmm. really does. Um, particularly in very volatile markets, so so it really is important to to put those losses, uh, stop losses, in place. And greed basically has to do a lot with how often the person trades, or if a trader thinks that they should be trading more, as you, as you said. So we we looked at another study and we found that um, when you measure a trader's confidence levels. A small gain in their confidence resulted in a similar increase in their trading frequency. So that's just what I said as well. It's it's almost a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy um, on the greed side. Um, But while traders might feel confident in their abilities to trade more, the researchers found that those who trade more often might actually achieve lower results, um, which is also very interesting it just makes me think of whenever I sign up with a broker and they've always got that, that KY, the KYC documentation and it always yeah. asks how many times do you trade or how many trades have you made in the last year or whatever it is. Um, and they've got, you know, one to two trades, 10 to 15 or something and, and 15 or more. And the way the broker um, uses that information is that if the person's trading a lot, then then they, they, they do know what they're doing. Um, but that's not necessarily true.
0: No, it's not necessarily true. Um, and it's a case-by-case basis, you know. And I think, as we've you know, we talked about in scalping, like, I mean, you're going to be opening and closing lots of trades. And so it does have a lot to do with your trading strategy as well. But um, I, I think most traders know when they've opened too many trades, when they're chasing something, right? You yeah. know the feeling of greed. And it's about mastering it. And there's, there's an old saying on Wall Street, pigs get slaughtered right? And this refers to the habit of greedy investors hanging on to winning, winning positions too long, right? And when the trend reverses, the greedy get caught. Yeah, greed is, greed is not easy to overcome. Um, it's based on this instinct to do better, right? To make money, which is a natural instinct for a trader. So it's it's important. It's really It's really important for a trader to identify when that natural instinct to make a profit has gone too far. And you need to Develop trading plans based on rational thinking. Uh, it's really important here, and not on your instinct. And I think that's probably the probably the best step here.
1: Yeah, and uh, risk management strategies basically help you to understand those risks, um, and especially the risks associated with trading with leverage. Uh, and mm-hmm. then why you shouldn't expose yourself to the to the markets. So. You should really set out guidelines based on your risk reward tolerance for when to enter that trade and then when to exit. Um, And as we said before, then set a profit target and put a stop loss in place to take the emotion out of the process.
0: Yeah, basically, take the emotion.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's all it's about is just take the emotion out. um, You know, whether you've missed something that you you could have gained more profit from, or you've you've made a loss. you know, even if it's, if it's not a big loss, you should be sort of proud of, of having, you know, had those checks and balances in place. But um, the, the key to overcoming fear and greed is, is discipline. So discipline is the practice of sticking to strategies, avoiding holding on to losing trades, and then ta- f- taking profits at the right time. Um, so, and it, and it basically, it regulates your attention, it regulates your emotional responses, and it, it helps with your decision making. So, yeah, and basically without discipline, ra- traders let their fear and greed cloud their judgment. And this often leads to very large losses. And, and another study we found um, said that the median holding time for losses is over four times as long as the holding time for gains, which is very interesting. And this lack of discipline makes a trader less likely to be successful in the future. And I find yep. that absolutely amazing. So basically, people often hold on longer to a losing trade.
0: Yeah, and this is what, how you end up with your, you know, average losses are higher than average gains, you know, people um, ill-discipline, holding on to a losing trade, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you finally close it out in despair, because you've let your emotions get the, get the better of you. Um, as I said, look, the best way to become disciplined is to create a trading plan, uh, outline that risk-reward ratio. Um, the risk-reward ratio compares the amount of money you are risking to the potential gain to your position. Um, and in theory, with the right ratio, you lose. You could lose more than you win, and you would still make a prof- profit. So, for example, if your ratio is 1 to 3, right? Uh, you would only need to be successful in 3 out of your 10 trades uh, to have an overall profit.
1: Um, and as you mentioned here, the traders find that the best risk reward ratio for the investments is approximately one to three. So this mm-hmm. means that you would set your stop loss, for example, at ten pips below your entry position and your take profit at thirty pips above your your um, entry position. Yep. Um, so creating a trading plan with defined entry and exit points is and and a good risk to reward ratio and sticking to that in a very disciplined manner is basically the only way you can overcome the emotional responses that can damage your chances of being profitable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to be aware that you're, you know, you're always going to lose some of your trades, right? And learning to accept that is a really important part of overcoming fear. So, you know, if your last trade was a loss, it's important to not obsess over it. Instead, try and go into it with an open mindset and learn from it um what went wrong what assumptions did you make that turned out to be incorrect um, what are you going to do def- differently next time so it's about taking that loss and not seeing it as you know as a as some kind of not having an emotional response to it look at it as a as a learning process and you know every opportunity, every loss is an opportunity to learn and get better and if you've got you know your risk reward ratio right and you've got your stop losses in place then you're not going to be you're not going to be wiped out. You're not going to your loss isn't going to be so huge that it's going to cause you any emotional damage or trauma.
1: And I think on that point, Chris, what we've seen from our complaints that come in is a lot of people trade with money that they can't actually afford to lose. Mm-hmm. So, and that's also when the fear becomes huge. You know, it's like going to a casino, um, especially when you don't know what you're doing. Of course, if you do know mm-hmm. what you're doing, it's something different. Although you can't always. You won't always be right. But if you take money that you cannot afford to lose and put it into a trade or put a lot of money on a trade, hoping that it's going to win and it it goes against you, I mean, that can be absolutely devastating. Um, Yeah,
0: exactly. And a lot of beginners, a lot of beginners do this, you know, um, and never come back to forex trading again because they've been burned so badly. Yeah. So it's really important. Yeah, it's a really good point, Alison.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's also good to, you know, it's obviously good to educate yourself and to listen to podcasts like ours to, to prepare yourself. But the reality is that the only way that you're going to learn to master your psychology is by actually trading. So it's important to practice trading so you can sp- experience those emotions that you're trying to overcome. And trading on a demo account will allow you to trade in real life conditions without risking your capital. Um, and this this is obviously a place for for beginners to try you know try their hand at, at trading and, and understand how markets work and um, feel those different market movements and um, practice their trading strategies. Um, but what a, what a lot of beginners also say you know of course the the demo account is very valuable for developing those strategies, but putting your own money in is is probably it's also a good place to start but putting small bits of money that you can afford to lose, um, mm-hmm. because then there's a real consequence to that. Um,
0: yeah, exactly. That start strategy. trading on a start trading on a cent account or something or a micro account. You exactly. know, just so you get the feeling of it. Yeah, because yeah, practice trading. Obviously, practicing with your um, uh, your trading plan, you know, and your risk reward ratio, and and making sure that it works is important. But also practicing discipline. Yeah, people don't, don't really understand that discipline, is some, it's like a muscle, you know, and the more you use it, uh, the stronger it's going to get. And so it's really valuable to practice using discipline in market conditions.
1: I don't know if there's anything else that, um, that you think we haven't covered here, Chris.
0: No, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's uh, fear and greed. I mean, there's a lot more going on with trading psychology as well. There's, you know, patience and decisiveness. And, but I think fear and greed are the main two drivers here. And I think we've covered that very well. But what we're doing something special next week, aren't we, Alison?
1: Yeah, we are. We, we're we going to be talking to the analysts at HFM. Um, yeah. Very, very experienced traders, and um, they're, they're three three analysts we're going to be talking to, and they've all got very interesting backgrounds as well, so I'm really looking forward to chatting to them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic one. Yeah, as you say, really looking forward to that. Uh, fantastic. Great. Well, well, um, I'll speak to you again um with our friends from HFM next week, Alison. Yes. Thanks, Chris. All right.
1: Bye. Cheers.